Hello everybody, it's great to be coming to you from a very hot and humid Tottenham today, wearing my special tropical top um, to try and cool down. Of course, it was only this time a year ago that the school strike for climate campaigns were happening across the world, instigated by the efforts of a young girl called Greta Thunberg, who walked out of her school on one Friday to start to pay attention to the awful effects of climate change globally. Many of you will know Greta, she's a young Swedish climate activist who's gone on to have huge influence. She's also joined by the likes of uh, a young woman called Autumn Peltier, who is a First Nation Indigenous activist from Canada. Um, Autumn has been highlighting uh, the real challenges that there are around safe drinking water for her communities, and she has been taking that challenge to Justin Trudeau um, at all of the big climate conferences, saying these like really pe potent, powerful words, we cannot eat money or drink oil. And once again, you know, it's these young women who are really leading the way, bringing us these pow powerful, potent messages that we urgently need to listen to. And really, that's what I want to uh, spend a little bit of time thinking about today thinking about how we think of young people within our society, uh, particularly children, particularly people under the age of, say, 20. I want us to start thinking of them more as people that we should be listening to and taking seriously. Of course, in the Bible, children are often portrayed in quite a saccharine way. And, you know, you get those paintings, don't you, of uh, Jesus saying, let the children come to me and you get all of this kind of paternalistic imagery about how uh, Jesus just wants to help the little children. But actually, I think that there's another narrative uh, within scripture about young people, and that is young people as agents of change, as prophets and as kind of hidden figures within our communities who are often overlooked or marginalised, but who also have really important and pertinent things to tell us, especially the adults. One of these stories, of course, is Jesus at the temple. We get a young, uh, you know, this young image of Jesus sitting down with the scholars and the experts and asking those really challenging questions. Uh, the, the types of questions that I imagine Greta Thunberg would be asking if she was there to the adults, you know, well, have you got this wrong? Have you thought about this? I love that image of Jesus. Jesus as kind of the young interrogator. Uh, Jesus as the kind of the very wise young person. And I think that we have so many wise young people within our midst, some of whom, like Greta, we listen to, but many of whom are frequently disregarded. Um, not just on a material basis, but also on a, on a spiritual basis as well. I think we often place children subconsciously at the bottom of the ladder in terms of our needs and priorities. When I was about 10 years old, um, I went to the Iraq war march and I took my sister with me and my parents were there too. Um, and we held up this sign saying Methodists say no to war. I didn't know it at the time, but that would be an incredibly kind of potent and powerful image. Um, and it was a message really that was quite prophetic that said, you know, this, this war is not going to help uh, children in Iraq. 
and there's this fantastic documentary which I really commend to you called um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Iraq that looks at the impact that this conflict has had particularly upon upon, uh, young people who were growing up during the conflict. Of course uh, my view and the kind of uh, the the view of over a million people uh, was not listened to when it came to Iraq Um, but I I think it it shows and and conflicts like Iraq show the devastating impact when we fail to think about future generations and what we're leaving for them. So how are we doing at the moment? When I look around um, in a kind of, you know, COVID Britain right now, I'm really worried about uh, the needs of our young people and whether or not they're being listened to. Just this week, we're hearing uh, that exam results are going to be uh, standardised, you know, to maintain academic excellence. I was somebody who, um, I was very fortunate to go to a great university, but if I was in the situation that young people are right now, um, I would not have been able to go to the university that I ultimately wound up at. And so it is children who find themselves in schools that don't perform very well who will be impacted first. And this is just one instance, you know, of how uh, Britain's young people are really suffering the hardest during COVID. So what does it mean for us as adults to start changing things and to start listening to young people? I'm not sure if I've got a huge number of answers here, but I do think that it it requires us as a community to start changing the way that we do things as well. I think, you know, sometimes we perhaps don't always think of how um, how we can best include young people, of how we can listen to them and listen to what they want from a community or from a church. So I'm really encouraging us to think about that. Um, as we continue to evolve and ultimately, hopefully, one day find our way back into a physical space. Um, In this new earth, I hope that we can start to listen to these prophets, to these young people uh, who have difficult questions, and I hope that we will listen to them far more seriously because we ignore them at our peril. I am completely delighted that we have some of our own agents of change from our very own community who have some wisdom to share with us today. Thanks very much.